Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. So last week we talked about praying scripture, the whys and hows of that, and then we looked at foods that boost your immune system. Today we're kind of turning to a different type of a topic, unknown, unsung heroines in the Bible and what we can learn from them. Because unknown, unnamed, and unsung, these are the kind of women that we should be. Today, as I'm recording this, you're well familiar that we're living during a time that's going to be remembered for ever. It's a time where women like us need to do what God asks, not caring anything at all about man's applause. So for this next several weeks, I'm going to be talking about women in the Bible. And today we're starting with seven unknown female Bible heroes. As you listen to their stories, ask God what he wants you to learn, because these seven women didn't know how much their obedience would impact. They just obeyed. So friend, will you be the next unsung female hero? Will you be obedient to God no matter what he asks? Everything the seven women that we're going to talk about today did had an eternal impact, and played a significant role in God's story. So I'm going to ask, will you step out willing to be an unsung hero? So our first story, two women in the Old Testament, Shifra and Pua. I have no idea if I'm even pronouncing those names correctly. These women played a huge role in Israel's freedom story. These are the women that feared God more than their wicked Egyptian ruler. And in Numbers 1.16, they said, When you serve as a midwife to the Hebrew women and see them on the birthstool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. Shifra and Pua were the two midwives that Pharaoh had instructed to kill every male that was born to the Israelite women, and they feared God more than Pharaoh. Can you imagine being told to do something like that? To be told to kill a son as you watch the mom delivering that baby, absolutely terrifying. I can't even imagine. But these women, 
they did what was right in God's eyes. We know in God's word, it says that we're to obey our rulers, but when they instruct us to violate God's commands, we don't have to obey. We have to obey God first, and that's what these two midwives do. What they did in response, we find in Exodus 1, verses 19 through 21. This is what they said to Pharaoh after some time had passed. They said, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. So God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. These two unsung Bible heroines were bold and without knowing it, saved the baby who would eventually lead Israel to the promised land. They saved Moses' life. Their trust in God led these women to do what was right, despite what it might have cost them. So in the links in the show notes, there is a PDF where you can download some devotion questions that go along with today's episode. So my first question, have you ever had someone to tell you, tell you to do something that wasn't right? How did you respond? Do you feel bold enough to stand up for what God says is right, even if it might cost you your life, job, or something you value? Friend, just as God cared for these women, He will care for you. So the next hero is Jehoshaphat. I call her the brave and unknown heroine. And we meet Jehoshaphat right after we meet a wicked woman named Athaliah. Athaliah happens to have been Jezebel's daughter. And like mother, like daughter, Athaliah had just killed all of the males in Judah's royal family, except for one little baby. And that little baby, Joash, was saved by Jehoshaphat. In both 2 Kings 11.3 and 2 Chronicles 22.1, they both tell us that Jehoshaphat saved the life of the last heir to Judah's throne. So what's the big deal about that? This unknown female hero saved the life of David's great-grandson with six greats added on. So that'd be the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of David. This is even more significant because God promised that he would establish the throne of his kingdom forever in 2 Samuel 7 verses 12 through 16. And Jesus is the fulfillment of that promise. And that wouldn't have happened if Jehoshaphat hadn't saved Joash. This unsung female Bible hero played a really important role in God's promise to David and to us. Remember, fanfare, recognition, and the applause of many aren't necessary for a single good act to have ripple effects that touch 
millions. So has someone does a, done a good deed for you that's impacted more than just you? What about you? Do you look for opportunities to do good and do them just because it's the right thing to do? Why or why not? So continuing on, our third Bible hero, Deborah. She was an unsung female leader. She was an amazing leader in the Bible, and she is the only female leader that I'm actually aware of in scripture. She became Israel's judge, and judges during the time of Deborah were the leaders of Israel. She was the judge while Jabin, king of Canaan, was holding Israel basically in captivity. And living in captivity, this was not a new thing for Israel. They went through cycles of turning from God, going into captivity, crying out for God's help, being delivered, and then finally following God again. And it's in one of these bouts of captivity where we're introduced to Deborah. The Canaanite king had been oppressing Israel for 20 years and when we're told, then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. You find that in Judges 4.3. And in the next verse, Deborah's introduced. It says, Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. Deborah called for a man named Barak, who reminded him, that and reminded him, excuse me, that God had instructed him to deliver Israel. So Barak had already heard from God that he was supposed to get an army together and go and rescue the captives that the Canaanite king had. But he was being a little slow on the job, and Deborah went to him and said, Hey, Barak, you know, you were supposed to go and get an army together and rescue Israel. And this man, despite being called of God to deliver Israel, he was slow to action. And so God used a woman, Deborah, to lead Barak into battle and to support him through the battle. In Judges 5, Deborah and Barak actually break into song praising God for freeing Israel from the Canaanite king. And throughout this song, Deborah is mentioned as Israel's mother, who led them to victory and caused them to wake up. So what can we learn from Deborah? Deborah's story shows us that God's okay with women leaders and that he will use us to do whatever is needed. Godly women can become leaders of countries. They can call men into action. They can be a support to men who are doing the work God's asked them to. Godly women can do anything. And this unknown female hero shows us that women lead, support, call to action, and ignite praise to God. Maybe you're feeling invisible and unknown right now. If so, know that God sees you and your work. No matter what work God has called you to, 
it can be used mightily by God. After this podcast, I want you to take a minute and go read Judges 4 and 5, and then think about these questions. Print out the PDF and you'll get these questions so you don't have to jot them down or remember them. What do you see Deborah doing in these two chapters? How has God called you to similar tasks? Of the things you do that feel unnoticed, how could they be used by God? Spend some time praying and asking God to show you how you can be used by Him. And if you're uncertain of how to pray, take a look at the episode on ways to use Scripture to pray. That was last week's episode. All right, our fourth Bible hero. Her name is Jael. And it was funny. After I'd compiled all of the my whole list of underrated Bible heroes, it wasn't until I actually began compiling my notes that I realized that Deborah and Jael are both part of the same story. Two unknown Bible heroes in the same story. Deborah was the unknown hero who started the battle to free Israel from bondage, and Jael, she was the unknown female who ended the battle. You see, as the battle between Israel and Canaan was in full force, Sisera, the leader of the Canaanite army, asked to hide in Jael's tent. Jael's husband was a friend of Sisera's. You got to do some reading to kind of get all these details. So, but what does Jael do? Judges 4.21 says, But Jael, the wife of Heber, took a long pink tag and took a hammer in her hand. Then she went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple until it went down into the ground while he was lying fast asleep from weariness. So he died. Um, what? I know. I know this unknown woman in the Bible was used by God to very unconventionally end Israel's battle for freedom. I thank God that he does not often call women to those kind of tasks like he called Jael to. And the next place that you hear of Jael is in Judges 5, 24 to 27, where Deborah is singing praise to God. And Deborah says, Most blessed of women be Jael, the wife of Heber the Canaanite, of tent-dwelling women, most blessed. Jael was a wife sitting quietly at home, waiting for her husband, and likely tending to her household. What did God do? He sent an army leader into her home and tells Jael to kill him. We barely know anything about Jael except that she was used by God. Dear friend, know that God can use you. He wants to use you. No matter what you spend your days tending to, you can be used by God. So while you're reading Judges 4 and 5, I also want you to answer, what do you learn about Jael from these verses? Then, write a prayer to God expressing your thankfulness and willingness to be used by Him. 
it's okay to ask God to use you and to express some ways that you'd like to be used. Remember, oftentimes being used by God involves doing great things that go largely unnoticed. Rejoice in those things and know that they are part of God's grand story. Friend, you don't have to know what happens in the next chapter of God's story. Just allow God to use you in it. So now we're going to move to the New Testament and look at a few New Testament female heroes. And the first, she's one of my favorites. Her name is Anna, and she's a hope sharer. The Bible tells us that Anna was also a prophetess, like Deborah, but Anna, after her husband died, spent her entire life in the temple worshiping, praying, and fasting. And then one day, you know, those one days, the Holy Spirit led Anna, this unknown Bible hero, to where baby Jesus and his parents were at in the temple. And it's what happened when Anna got there that makes her so special. In Luke 2.38, it says, And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Israel. Excuse me, of Jerusalem. After seeing Jesus, this old lady And let me tell you, she was old. Depending on which commentator you look at, she was either 84 years old or 84 plus 7 plus about 12 or 13 years because it says that she was married for 7 years and then had spent 84 years in the temple. So she was somewhere between like 84 and 104. But this lady... Anna began to share the hope of Jesus with everyone. Jesus, he was barely a week old, and Anna was telling everyone, your Redeemer has come. She's an unsung Bible hero we all should strive to emulate. We all should be shouting out the praise of our Redeemer has come. So, who do you know who's not saved? Make a list and ask the Holy Spirit who he wants you to share Jesus with. Then ask the Holy Spirit to guide you as you pursue growing your relationship with this person. And while you're pursuing a relationship with them, continually ask the Holy Spirit to show you when and how to share Jesus. The opportunity to share Jesus comes when we lovingly pursue others as God pursued us. Next, we have Lydia. She's my unknown Bible hero who chose Christ. This female is easy to miss because she's only mentioned in three verses and her heroic acts aren't, quote, front and center. So what makes Lydia a heroine? Let's look at Acts 16, 14 through 15. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. 
And after she was baptized and her household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. First, Lydia was a successful businesswoman who was running what would have been a very profitable business, selling purple goods. Things of this color were so costly that only royalty and the wealthy could afford them. But Lydia, she set this money-making business aside and focused on something more valuable than selling purple goods. She focused on Jesus. This focus led her and her household to be baptized. She deemed faith in God important enough to share it with her entire household. And scripture doesn't tell us who was in Lydia's household. It only tells us that Lydia was bold enough to set her work aside to spend time learning about Jesus. And she was heroic enough to carry this message to everyone in her house. She may go unnoticed by many, but this unknown female led countless members of her household to the Lord. And there is nothing more heroic than setting work aside to help the lost find their way to Christ. Do you set your work aside in order to grow your relationship with Christ? If so, what's that look like? If not, why not? What's more valuable than your relationship with Jesus? Who in your family doesn't know Jesus? What might happen if you were purposeful about carrying the hope of Jesus to them? There we have seven unknown female heroes, all women who played a significant yet different role. These women were leaders, helpers, business owners, homemakers, and more. Their lives were different, and the ways that God used each of them was also different. But dear friend, these women are also you and me. Today, our roles look a lot different than they did when these women were alive, but the work God has for us is the same. Every single day, we have the opportunity to be an unknown female hero who's following God's lead and doing whatever He asks of us. For some of you, this might involve leading your family to Christ, and for others, it might involve the way you lead employees at a large Fortune 500 company. No matter what your day holds, will you ask God to use you? It's okay to do things that appear to go unnoticed because God, my friend, he notices everything you do and his reward for a job well done far surpasses man's applause. So until our next episode, would you remember what it says in Galatians 2.20? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Are you ready to be an unknown female hero like the seven women that we talked about today? Place yourself in God's hands and allow him to guide and direct you.
there's nothing better than being an unknown hero who lives her life in step with God.